tuned. Hell yeah, tuned. man. <laughs> slow riding indeed. I was a, a slow riding man for several months recently. I think I even picked you up in my ride uh, when you came to visit. I had all this uh, cracking and crunching sounds going on. Uh, yeah. When I would make turns, and I took it into a uh, local place here that was classic CV axle. Dude, I looked it up, and I actually, you know, decided I was gonna take it in uh, to a place that was highly rated, and uh, they were booked, man. And I literally put it in, and I said, "Hey, I, you know, there's a crunching noise. I think it's my CV axle, you know, area, uh, whatever." And the guy calls me, like, almost at the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, I finally got to look at it. Nothing's wrong with it. Uh, you know, we put some clips in this one spot. You know, he charged me nine bucks. <laughs> right? I thought this, I was like, this is, I don't think this is right. But I kind of cruised on it for a little while, and that noise got worse. And so I eventually, uh, we looked up a place nearby, and another place, another highly rated place. Uh, but... We went over there, and they did a full-on inspection of the car because we just hit 100,000 miles, and they, you know, they did this whole thing on it and gave us kind of a rundown of what really needed to be taken care of and what didn't really need to be taken care of, but they recommended, which is basically, you know, we'd like to milk you for as much as we can. And, <laughs> How stupid are you? Yeah, we're going to confuse you. And I must admit, they had me on a couple lines. I even, Mike, had to text you. Uh, throughout the afternoon when I was getting the rundown, you know, I kind of like, what is, what the hell is this terminology? And all I could think about after ex the experience is, number one, they did a great job, fixed up the car, the noise is gone, and I, I you know, I'm relieved, it's kind of a stress off my shoulders, you know, just, you know, some, a weight hanging on me. But, uh, <clears throat> all, like, you can just get people so bad. I, I, I was thinking about when we took the cat in, and he was sick last year, and they were just trying over and over again to scam us on all sorts of extra shit to just increase this bill. The car, the mechanic, same situation, man. You get this huge list of stuff. You don't know what it means, and it's $300 there, $100 here, $50 for this little thing. You got to have this little thing, you know, and it like kind of, it's just... It's kind of you know it's purposeful and it's a it's an amazing little trick these uh, companies have uh, going on here where they you know they kind of con you the, they con the you know the stupids if you will into uh, dishing <laughs> yeah. out the dough for the stuff they don't need. Yeah, that's the problem with plumbing too. Yeah, you're right. It's like it's a license to steal. And are you going to or not, you know? All these specialists, all these <laughs> trades, if you will, there's kind of an advantage these days, more so than there used to be, where you absolutely know everything more than the person that is coming to you to have See, I think I think it's less of an advantage now. It used to be way worse. Because it used to be you had nowhere to go. You had nothing to do. You, I mean, now you can look up online another mechanic place. You can even look up the part. Oh, good call. So you can almost figure out, oh, this guy's fucking me. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, like I remember the old guys at Roto-Rooter would talk about the good old days before the internet. <laughs> oh, before the internet. People, did, people, did, people didn't know how much a water heater was. That's right, dude. You know what I mean? So you'd go in there and you'd, you could just pull a number out your ass and nobody knew. <laughs> oh, I'm so naive. Of course. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yes. Oh, the golden era before people could look was, shit up really fast. There was no Angie's <laughs> list. I didn't worry about four stars to two stars. <laughs> Hell no. I just charged whatever I wanted. <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, man. How could I be so blind? Of course. Uh, <laughs> that's why it was always the old trick was like, you know, the easy repairs, you just, you know, barely make money, and then you wait for that big one. Because you, know? <laughs> you want to build the trust with the little ones. Oh, yeah. Know? Everybody right. knew what a faucet cost. You don't even got to look at that up, <laughs> you know? That's right, man. I've uh, recently, no, it was last year, I put in uh, a new faucet. I felt incredible after I put it in. Yeah. You don't need to get a Good plumber for, for that. You could do your own faucet. 
<clears throat> no, you definitely should hire a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> you should pay them six hundred dollars. Come on, well, Frank. That's where they. That's where they get you on the maintenance stuff, man. The car parts, not so much. The labor. Oh man, you're paying. It's high. It's high. However, well, uh, worth the peace of mind. I mean, but think about it. if you're paying the guy to flip bur- the guy who's flipping your burger is getting twenty an hour. The guy who's fucking working on the vehicle, you're going to be driving 80 miles per hour in. How much do you want him to get paid? You know what's sad is he's probably also making $20 an hour, which is what, (laughs) this is why raising the minimum wage is so fucked up. Why we totally (laughs) fucked up our economy because the the specialist doing my CV axle joint job, I want him to make more than the burger flipper over at McDonald's. No, you're right, dude. I say it every. I say it every time I talk to the kids at, at uh, the plumbing class. It's like it's it's to have the foresight to do what you guys are doing because they're you know they're somebody's they're nineteen twenty years old, right? They're making they start now. They got their raise, so now they're at twenty like twenty dollars and thirty cents an hour. Oh yeah, but but for six months these guys are hauling copper and cast iron <laughs> up and down stairs and shit. Right yeah, for eight eighteen fifty an hour, <laughs> and the McDonald's down my street is starting off at seventeen. So uh, it's, it's I don't know. You know they got you know they got friends who are like working at stores making more money. McDonald's a, also, I believe, is offering at least where I live. I'm seeing signs where they're offering health insurance. Oh, full Re- benefits. Retirement, four hundred one. Did you hear about this little gem in Illinois? No, I I can't wait. Mandated forty hours paid vacation. Wait, so you work wait. at the fucking gas station. <laughs> you get forty hours paid vacation for your full time. That is wild, man. Well, yeah. all right, we live in a vacation era. <clears throat> no, no, no. It's this fucking. It's this whole idea of entitlement. So the government should give it to me. Do you know how <laughs> many shitty jobs I had to work and how much I had to like, do you know how hard it was for me to get to like 30 an hour fucking a paid vacation That's job? Right. You know, uh, I was kind of thinking about China today and how, uh, actually I was looking at a picture. It was Xi and Macron walking and they had behind them all these soldiers chinese <clears throat> soldiers you know and they were male and female and all i could think about was how in china they have what we would consider insane work ethic where they're they at work an incredible amount of hours some of them like the uyghurs uh they're enslaved i know but uh kind of forced to they're a little bit forced but I, there are people that work to the point where uh, you know they they collapse in China, and so I was thinking about the Chinese cultural work ethic, and then I was thinking about America and everyone like bitching about how they don't work from home more often, and like you know, oh, know. how like they I should know. work eight hours a day and. <clears throat> You know, four days a week, uh, and I should get you know two six months, figures for sure. And, you know, Pete Buttigieg gets two months to two months to nipple <laughs> breastfeed his kids. <laughs> I'm so worked up about this, I can't even say it. Uh, <clears throat> it's just incredible to me that we're sitting here and China's making all these moves internationally, and their culture, their people are you know they they believe in hard work ethic. In you know, n- strong nuclear families, and then look at our culture, look at our work ethic, look at our demands as a people now, and what we're doing. It, it's totally opposite. Look, look at China's military, and then look at the fat asses we're f- <laughs> <laughs> putting out there to defend ourselves. Like, this is an incredibly sad state of affairs, and I was just that's all I could really think about today was you can't hire anybody these days. You can't get any good people. Nobody wants to work. Everyone wants to be a TikTok influencer. And in China, you know, they study hard and work hard. Yeah. And it turns out that's the key to success. Oh, and by the way, the most successful and wealthy culture here in America is the Chinese because they come here to America 
And guess what? They study hard and they work hard. See, I heard, I heard you know what? I heard a crazy thing. I think it, they said Nigerians. Oh, really? Wow. Apparently, it's like Nigerians are the number one. Like, uh, wealthy or successful? <clears throat> yeah, they do the best. Well, <clears throat> it's probably because I can only imagine they work hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or something. I don't know. I just feel like our culture is very lazy, and we're all about the lazy. And you take a look on the so other lazy. side, and it doesn't get talked about. dude. Oh, it doesn't just, it just doesn't get talked the, the, about. The, the fuck, Starbucks baristas want to unionize? Yes, I've, I've been seeing go that. Go fuck yourself. You're supposed to do this for two, three years, and then go get a real fucking job. You're making coffee. You're making coffee. You're pouring hot water through beans. Get the fuck out of here. There's just a serious difference between the cultures in the countries that seem to be doing, you know, well right now versus uh, the cultures that aren't. And currently in America, we got some weird stuff going on, man. Today, Bud Light facing some backlash over its partnership with a trans influencer. Take a look. There's a video posted by... Oh, this is uh, the reason I love this clip is not because of the influencer, but because of who they're worked up about. Mike, I did this for you. Today, Bud Light facing some backlash over its partnership with a trans influencer. Take a look. There's a video posted by Kid Rock that has more than yeah! a million views hundreds of comments praising him for shooting at cases of Bow Bud Light. Did you see this clip of Kid Rock? Fucking awesome. Yes. Kid Rock is still the man. Yes, man. Yeah. I know you when love Kid Rock. When he shoots the Budweiser. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> for those that don't know, I was a guitar. Kid Rock came out to perform for the troops. That guy nonstop performed for the troops. He loves America. He loves the troops. He's the fucking man. Kid Rock we need loves America. More men. There's probably a reason you don't see him around, like on the news more and shit. And shit. Because he's a real man. <laughs> That's you right. Know? And he loves America. This is very true. And it seems like, you know, the establishment doesn't like people who love America. So uh, I, I'm a big fan of the fact that they're very upset <laughs> with Kid Rock over this. By the way, this whole beer thing, I think it was like um, it only happened for March Madness. I, I'm not too familiar with any of this, but uh, I just loved that Kid Rock is involved. This is a. Uh, this is why I love this country. I wish you would get more involved in political issues. <laughs> I just like less Le less LeBron, more kid. So the right, you know, lost their minds over this whole beer can thing, and uh, I didn't really think much about it. And then now the left is reporting about their outrage, which is directed towards Kid Rock for <laughs> shooting, <laughs> yeah. shooting everybody me. that shit on this. Yeah, with the Budweiser. <laughs> Kid Rock is your guy. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. Your vendettas with Kid Rock? Like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this guy just loves America, man. And he just like you know, I Because of everybody's reaction, you're more you're most surprised over his. That's what I'm saying. Like his is the most expected. I expected Kid Rock to shoot a case of Bud Light for this uh thing, you know? Like I was actually a little Dissatisfied at the caliber. I thought he would use a higher <laughs> caliber weapon. But, you know, just. <laughs> no, man. The outrage, it must be directed at someone and they chose Kid Rock. I fucking love it, dude. Posted online, show people like dumping their Bud Light into trash bins and down sinks, even destroying cans of the beer. Why? Well, Bud Light had teamed up with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney during the NCAA's March Madness college basketball tournament. And while March Madness has officially wrapped up by now, it seems like the response to this partnership just seems to be getting more and more intense. Jay Valle, who's been following this story, is here with us now. Explain this. Explain the timeline here. Well, after Dylan posted that, Hallie, thank you for having me, first of all, but, you know, after... Oh, God. <laughs> of course he's got gay voice. <laughs> this is... Uh, I hate how I can always tell you're gay. Just, like, <laughs> I love this story. I think this is fucking great, man. Like, nobody would have cared about this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the right... Just like the left, uh, well, no, the left, when they scream about it, it's a megaphone. But the right, you know what I mean? The left needs to listen in and pull out what they hate about it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. people on the right, they shout about stuff. Nobody really ever hears about it until the left pays attention. And so nobody would have really known that nobody who watches MSNBC would have ever known that people on the right were outraged over this dude, Dylan, you know, being sponsored with Bud Light. But now everybody knows about it. You know, they made something out of nothing. This is fantastic. I love this. And then now you bring out the expert. You got to bring out the guy, the expert. Yeah. You're right. And and we're now going to dissect Kid Rock shooting a bunch of beer with a gun <laughs> in his backyard. This is fucking awesome, man. There's so much shit. Like World War Three. What happened to that? That's gone, oh. right? We're not talking about that anymore. And Trump <laughs> and uh, getting arrested. No, that's gone. No, we Trump. Gotta, what? No, no, yeah, we got to talk no, about Kid Rock. We got to talk about Kid Rock, dude. And kudos Just to Kid Rock because he started the video by advertising his tour. I we should go see him, man. We'll do a live uh, dude man from Kid Rock. I wish. I'd go see him <laughs> again, dude. All right, here we go. We're going to bash some uh, Kid Rock, I guess, because he's the villain that the left <laughs> has always needed. I mean, a lot of backlash came mostly from conservatives. And then when you have those individuals and, and, and uh, with larger platforms like Kid Rock, you can imagine the conversation <laughs> ignited even more. But Dylan Mulvaney is no stranger to the backlash from conservatives. You know, larger platforms like Kid Rock, this Dylan guy has like a million followers or 10 million followers. Frank, they paraded him through the fucking White House. (laughs) He got to sit down with Joe Biden, the president of the United States. That's what I'm saying. Like, does Kid Rock's platform match on any level to this dude's platform? (laughs) Oh, Kid Rock is a 90s rocker. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I mean, like, uh, no, this is genius publicity by Kid Rock. He he just sold out his tour. He literally just oh, sold sure, it out, dude. Sure. I'm telling he you, just won, he just won so many fans. Yes, dude. Like he didn't it, even have to shoot the train. <laughs> it was a win-win. It's unbelievable. He all he did was shoot a bunch of beer in his yard, and he's probably. <laughs> fucking made a million dollars right like, he's probably just joking too he was probably like you know think of all the merch he just sold over the weekend because of this oh what you know, i went to his website you know i went to his website it's like it's i saw that video absolutely fucking genius and for msnbc i'm sure cnn i'm sure everybody was like oh take a look at what kid rock was doing oh this is trans hate oh. blah, blah, blah. our yeah. parents didn't even <laughs> our parents haven't thought about kid rock in 20 years next time i see them they're gonna bring him up i guarantee it <laughs> You heard about this gentleman, Mr. Rock? <laughs> I fucking love this man. Oh, this is this is the news we need, people. The news we need. Conservatives oh, who, great. you know, she has 10 million followers on TikTok and she's a trans woman who 10 million followers, dude. Did you catch that? Get the that? fuck out of here. 10 million. Here we go. Imagine the conversation ignited even more. But Dylan Mulvaney is no stranger to the backlash from conservatives who, you know, as she has 10 million followers on TikTok, and she's a trans woman who has documented her experience for over a year now. You know, I, I assume now that Dylan received backlash on a daily basis, so she did not respond to our request for comment. What are we hearing from Bud Light on this? Yeah, Bud Light, I mean, the last 48 hours, as these videos have thousands of views, they did not ignore what conversations were being sparked. And Bud Light sent a statement, actually. Um, Anheuser-Busch works with hundreds of influencers across their brands and as many ways to authentically connect with their audiences across various demographics is to partner with these influencers. So, I mean, as at this point, I mean, these videos, again, continuing to flow in and that backlash is is pretty intense there, as you know, that Kid Rock video video has over a million views now. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, kid. One million views, sure, but compared to a dude with 10 million followers on TikTok? Come on. That guy's... Hmm. (laughs) Well, good for Kid Rock. (laughs) Good for Kid Rock, yeah. Seriously. Oh, huge fan of that one. Oh, Um, yeah, that is hilarious, man. They really... It's crazy that they honed in on Kid Rock. It's because it, it because he really he got him with everything because he used the gun. Yes, it's the gun. You know, it's the it's gun. The gun it's and the, the mess. It's like the anti-trans and the gun combo. Well, and let's remind everyone because 
every you know the powers that be want us to forget it uh was it last week two weeks ago that a trans person killed six people at that christian uh school frank we're not supposed to talk about that oh oh, sorry i forgot uh so i do (laughs) think there's a bit of you know there's a funny situation going on here i'm glad he did it uh, I'm glad he got the publicity. A million views, just like we said, probably sold a lot of merch. Right and left, they pick these little topics. And they are obsessed with them in their own little bubbles. If you are on one side or the other, you never know that they're really talking about it. But then if you if you make something of it, like then it becomes something. And I I think it's fantastic that this could have been a more darker story. Do you know what I'm saying? Instead, it became kind of lighthearted in the sense that it was Kid Rock involved. Though, know, but we're not asking ourselves, like, uh, everybody's kind of overlooking the biggest problem here. The biggest problem I have with this entire situation, this entire story is, why are corporations like Budweiser sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney? Oh, I, we know. Come on, you know why. No, no, but, like, what talent does he have? Did he ever do anything? Is he, you know what He's I mean? He's got 10 like, million followers. That's his talent. And he only got those by pretending he's a woman. So this is like a really weird game we're playing. Here's my take on this Dylan guy. <clears throat> he knew the, ang- he played the right angle at the right time, and he's making a fortune off of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the truth. So, you know, that, all the power to him, in my opinion, but... I don't care. I hated Budweiser anyways. I'm never drinking it anyways. I fucking... I, I, there's creepy stuff involved with all this. The embrace by the Biden White House. Uh, everyone's obsession with this whole movement is, uh, is funny. And what I mean by everyone, the right, too, is obsessed with it. You know, like, you, you could tune into any podcast or Tucker Carlson and, you know... They're, they're honed in on it, as they should be, because there's a lot of disturbing things and trends happening, especially with the drag shows for kids, <laughs> which had to be a thing, I guess. Uh, of course. But the left, man, like, they, uh, their way of manipulating the narrative with this movement has become a little disturbing. And so... Yeah. I mean, they, they basically tried to hide the fact that that shooter was training, and now they don't want to talk about the fact that the shooting happened. We have to dismiss it. I <laughs> called it, by the way, it's the Syrian in Boulder all over again. The second it, the narrative is foiled, they have to abandon the story. Yeah, you have to. Move on to the next one. <laughs> That's literally what's going yeah. on. Man. <laughs> yes. So this... This Dylan dude, I don't know. Whatever with the beer, man. It doesn't matter. I don't drink Bud Light. It's funny that they uh, did this backlash thing. It's great for Kid Rock. Uh, great for Kid Rock. But <clears throat> if nothing else, I'm glad this all happened because I hope Kid Rock makes some money on it. No, I know he. The guy, the guy deserves it for all those free tours he does. But I don't. You think Dylan made money off of this too? This is publicity. Ah, fuck that. F- he's gonna need it for the all the medical treatment later oh on. God. I don't know uh, anything about that, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, all, all these hormones and surgeries, dude, you're you just fucked yourself for life. I really, it seems, it seems I know fine nothing now about you're young, this guy, dude. But I don't think know about when you're like sixty years old. Yeah, I don't know anything about this, dude. I'll be totally honest. Like, uh, he just seems to be. I really always thought he was kind of just a shyster, a dude that was just playing the scene and making money off of it. And for sure, he is, dude. Listen, how you do we all even know he had any surgeries? 
You, you, Caitlin, all you guys are fucking lying until you chop off the dick. Chop off the <laughs> dick, and then I'll take you serious. I'm not calling you a her or a she until you chop off your dick. Well, that's look culturally, this is an issue. I I totally realize that, and uh, this could be why there are some serious problems going on with uh, the fertility rates in our country. Now we have a new report from the World Health Organization revealing one in six people around the world are affected by infertility. Our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer mm. Ashton, joins us to and break it down. And one in six are also taking hormone treatments for the wrong <laughs> sex. So what's going on here? You know, Robin, this was an assessment over the data about three decades worth and finding <clears throat> that the infertility rate worldwide is about one in six, as you said. Here in the U.S., it's worse. It's about one in five couples. We have to remember, mm -hmm. this is not just female infertility, it's male infertility also. Um, and we really don't understand the why. The first step is, of course, making the observation. Right there. there are a lot yeah. like how it's like two women talking about it and they gotta emphasize. It's also the men. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that tone? Yes, I I definitely uh, caught okay, the tone. Okay, yeah. lady. <laughs> Try to put it on the man. A lot of My possible boys be swimming. causes. Unexplained infertility is unfortunately mm -hmm. what we arrive at most commonly because we never find a cause. But then there's hormonal causes. Age is a huge factor for female infertility. GYN conditions like endometriosis or fibroids in the uterus, sexually transmitted infections which can scar the fallopian tubes, and then male factor infertility at play 30 to 40 percent of the time. So this is a major problem with a major stigma. So attached. many different factors. Yeah. Oh, so many factors. Like maybe everyone had to take a forced mandated vaccine over the last couple <laughs> of years, and these vaccines are now known to cause issues with fertility. Maybe. I, just a maybe. I, Goodbye, YouTube. I got to say, like, a year, uh, two years ago, three years ago now, Alex Jones was saying there's going to be infertility, there's going to be an uptick in heart attacks and strokes. Here we are in 2023. We're hearing stories now about heart attacks and strokes and now <laughs> infertility. That's right, man. I'm starting to think you guys killed us with this vaccine. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, we have an interesting thing going on here. Uh, there's the mortality rate lowering and the infertility rate rising. So... I feel like this maybe has a little bit of a connection to that uh, experimental gene therapy you shot everyone <laughs> up with. The mRNA? Call me crazy. Maybe yeah. a tinfoil hat nut job. Absolutely. But these vaccines and the vaccine program was absolutely tied to, from the very beginning, the menstrual issues with women. And they that was the first thing that they admitted was going on. The menstrual that problems. Was, that was the first thing that everybody had anecdotal evidence. They could everybody not deny knew, that one. Everybody knew a girl. Everybody had a mom yes. or a sister or, you know what I mean? And then following that were the, uh, you know, the cysts on the ovaries and the yes. ovarian cancers and then the breast cancers. And it yes. seemed, and now uh, news is coming out that testicular cancer is on the rise in men. It seems to be a trend with the experimental gene therapy that they made everybody take, uh, that they're causing issues with the sex organs. Crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. What's even crazier is all us nut jobs three years ago were screaming at everybody, don't take it. We don't know what this thing's going to do to you. Yeah, they didn't test it. They, they didn't test it. I didn't test it. And now uh, this is the ongoing trend, which was the greatest fear, the infertility. Mike, this is children of men scenario. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh, man. Is it not, though? Like, the sperm counts were declining <clears throat> already prior to the vaccine rollout worldwide. To be, well, to be fair, that's been happening ever since Mountain Dew came out. Nectar of the Tards, of course. <laughs> Remember Yellow Five? Yes. Don't drink Yellow Five. <laughs> it's funny, that was a huge rumor when we were kids. Maybe there was so much truth to that, we just 
Didn't want to know it. Didn't want to believe it. I was watching the news the other day. They were talking about, uh, like, peeps. You know, the fucking mushroom, marshmallow things. Yes, everybody's Easter favorite. They were like, be careful because it still contains uh, red three dye or whatever. Red three dye. All right. And I'm I was not like, familiar. man, that thing, it's been banned forever. Oh, re- like, that really? Was like, dude, that was like a fight when we were kids that was in court. And like now they're, they're still allowed to use it within like the company's response to it was like the worst thing you've ever heard. It was like the FDA allows so much of it and we stay below that level. <laughs> well, Johnson and Johnson uh, is still paying off lawsuits for the baby powder uh, lawsuits. Or, oh, yeah, they had or, asbestos uh, in it? Yeah, or it was no, anthrax no. or what was it? Talcum? I can't remember what it was. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was baby powder with anthrax. Or <laughs> they, they were killing babies. It wasn't babies. anthrax. <laughs> it was something. <laughs> I think it might have been an asbestos. <laughs> Women were just coating themselves with asbestos, and uh, do you? Everyone was threat. covered in baby powder. I remember in the eighties, there's baby powder everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. You used it, yeah. Every baby had was just covered in it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. That's why we're all fucked up now. That's the problem. No, 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 the the worst part was, the worst part was, like, one, it was literally, it was, like, eight months after they admitted that they were, like, poisoning everybody for decades. They were like, but guess what? We just came up with this vaccine. And it's only one shot, unlike those other two shots. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Mike, the time may be upon us to get your boost. Because you guessed it. No. There's another variant. Shut the fuck up. A new COVID subvariant being monitored by the World Health Organization. Scientists tracking the spread in other parts of the world. And Trevor Alt is here with that for us. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, Robin. You know, we've made great progress battling COVID. We don't want to scare people, but the World Health Organization. <laughs> this is uh, <clears throat> now, like this week in real time. I, uh, this is not from 2020 or a year ago. I assure you, this. This is real. This happened within the last 24 hours. What progress did we make? All your... uh, The mask didn't work. Closing down schools not only didn't stop the spread of the virus, it retarded the kids. And then your vaccine not only didn't stop the spread or stop people from, you know, anything, it just made people more sick. Oh, it's caused... What uh, what progress (laughs) have we made? We've made zero progress on COVID. Well, we've made some progress on the... uh you know, depopulation plane, we now have record-breaking infertility and, uh, you know, excess mortalities on the rise. Good call. Good call. So I would mark this as a success for our friends in the World Economic Forum. Uh, I'm going to put the check in George Soros' box on this George Soros, Klaus Schwab, well done, Hmm. sirs. It's check, not checkmate. (laughs) You know? Do you remember last year... When the uh, Georgia stones got blown up and then they demolished them right away. And I made the claim that they did it because the plan has been executed. So they didn't want people to know anymore. Thinking it's on. Yeah, they did. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. More likely than not, what they've created is some sort of mix between Last of Us and uh, what was the movie with Will Smith? I am legend. I am legend. All right, there we go. Yeah, we have, we're going to live uh, in some cross between those two worlds, I believe. The problem I have with The Last of Us is you get bit, and then this fungus takes over. Like, have you ever seen how slow mushrooms grow? Yeah, it's a slow growth. That's a good call. Yeah. Oh, and I like that idea. Why has no movie done that? Like, an, like you slowly age into a zombie. Oh, you should be, yeah, I mean, you're talking, if this is a fungus taking over your body, this is going to be weeks. Yeah, weeks? Oh, I was thinking, like, years. Like, what if, like, it's a slow roll? (laughs) And, like, like, if you get bit by a zombie, it's like, oh, man, in 10 years, I'm going to be full zombie. But you, like, slowly (laughs) transition into the zombie. So you got to see, like, a zombie therapist, so you make sure you're still on the human edge for a while, you know? But then when you start to creep into zombie edge, they got to get rid of you. But then, like, everywhere you go that's, like, really badass, there'd be nothing but people that are, like, transitioning into zombies. I like, think you this go would... skydiving, yes. it's nothing but people, you know? Like, you go, to the, you go to Cancun, and it's just a huge party of people that are transitioning, you know? The, yes. 
Wow, and we could rephrase transi- uh, transitioning too. This is crazy. So th- I think we just came up with a great sitcom. I'm not- <laughs> Dude, that, is, that would be a great series. I would watch you just call it trannies? <laughs> Transies. Tran- for zombie. <laughs> Transies. See? Transies. Transies in paradise. You know? <laughs> Man. Netflix. Love and trans. Netflix hit us up, dude. We got we dude, so many ideas. Dude, love and trans. We get six <laughs> women, six men, zombies transitioning. Put them on a put them on an island. Was there some sort of a show going on right now, like a the love where love is blind? You mentioned it to me. I never got around to seeing it. Love is blind. Dude. Yes. No. 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 Uh, that's. Is that Netflix? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was on Netflix. That is the dumbest show ever. But man, society has we we're at the end. Did you see the <laughs> Did you see the MILF one? The MILF what? Uh I forgot what it's fucking called. There's like a, Dude, there's a show a sh- about MILFs? There's a show where it's like it's all these like mature women. They're cougars and they're looking for love. They're on the Oh yeah. Prowl. Nice. And so we put them all in one house. Ten cougars. Here come the ten cubs. It's their kids. So each one of the cougars (laughs) has a son. And they're all in the house. And like all the moms are trying to hook up with the other mom's sons. No, no, no. No way. Yeah. I swear to God, dude. This is a real fucking show. You're right. We're done. Our society is (laughs) It's over, dude. We have somehow jumped, we warp speeded past the idiocracy point. Oh, man. Oh, that's that's horrifying. Why did they do that? Why did they do that? Who thought that was a good idea? Uh, I mean, it's got to be entertaining. And plus, you got you to gotta think anybody on that show, these are like the shallowest people ever, so yes. it's okay to make fun of them. That's right. You know. Absolutely. Well, I wish them all luck finding love. Uh, it's a bizarre show concept. Mike, we're living in a real world concept, and in that real world, we got to keep looking out for the variants, baby. They're coming after you. Uh, I forgot all about them. <laughs> no, you're gonna love COVID's this. Covid's not even real. Anymore, no, I know, dude. but this is the best part. It's a quick one. I promise you. I yeah, just love. Let's do it. I love the naming of the variants. You know, I'm obsessed. I was obsessed. Oh, I haven't with even. It. I didn't even know the name. Yeah. No, that's the best part. That's why I got this clip. Yes, dude. Wait a minute. Is Jimmy Fallon coming up with a song? He he. It'll debut next week, and uh, okay. then after that, Colbert will come out with the Dancing Needles and make you get your <laughs> booster. Uh, I can't wait. They were doing. They're doing another booster program for people who are like sick or whatever they call it now, and uh, immunocompromised. And you've always speculated, and I think you're correct. Whenever they roll out the new booster program you get the new variants so it is interesting that they did this new booster program that none of us heard about nobody got except for a few elderly people but all of a sudden we got the new variants and is still carefully monitoring these variants and there is a new one that's on their radar it's omicron subvariant xbb 116 right now it's spreading largely <laughs> in india the most recent data there showed india. cases tripled in two weeks to more than 18,000. this has a similar profile to the current dominant strain here in the u.s which is xbb 1.5 this new subvariant <laughs> oh okay oh, i remember no that evidence guy. it's any more dangerous and so far it is not pre- we were all just talking about at work the other day around the water cooler do you guys uh did you guys hear about that xbb 115 oh my god that thing sounds crazy oh yeah wait you see what's in the chamber xb 1156 <laughs> it's from india <laughs> smells like Which curry it's, it's just like <laughs> it's just like the other virus but it stinks <laughs> i i beat you to the punch i know how you feel about the indians so, uh, yeah, here we go. ...in the U.S. at any meaningful level. It has not been reported by the CDC variant estimates, at least not yet. And we do want to note, last week, the U.S. had its fewest number of COVID deaths since the start of the pandemic. All right! Officials are continuing to watch this virus very carefully. To- it's over. COVID's over. In yeah. fact, it almost is technically over and still isn't, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, one more month. We still have till May 11th for, yeah, COVID, five for the COVID emergency to end. <laughs> does, 
Does that make fucking sense to anybody? <laughs> no, no, the two weeks to flatten the curve, that's going to end five weeks from now, <laughs> which is three years after the two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? Dude. Two weeks? Ah, I can't even say two weeks, dude. It, like, literally two years weeks. of my life flash by. <laughs> it's terrible. Great call, my man, yeah. We still, we're not even two weeks away from them ending the emergency. <laughs> three it's years after they started the three emergency. Three years later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking jabronis. I can't believe this. How who, who are they fooling with this variant bullshit, man? How could you tell this news with a straight face, man? Like, who's unreal. Who's electing these people into office? This is just, <laughs> who's voting for these people? You know? Oh man, I knew you would love that. It's just like so wild to me that anyone uh, is buying any COVID narrative at this point. I still see people with masks. It's uh, disturbing. I don't think <sighs> it's hard to let go. You know, I don't think they realize what they look like uh, out there because it, it it just represents the. It's in my mind the symbol. Of yeah. those who were manipulated and brainwashed. It is the, it is the yarmulke. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, you're of wearing that... it as a symbol of your dedication to your... Uh, yes, your, yeah. Your, it's, your, it's, gr- your group. It's the burqa you know? of the I'm not, making, uh, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of the yarmulke. I'm saying it's like... it's. No, no, you're saying it's a religious the yarmulke artifact, is, essentially. They literally will tell you they wear it to remind them. You know, what is it? Like, God's always above them or some shit? That's right, man. But it's like... For you, as a ma- the mask is it's your symbol. It's your it's the religious you know. symbol of the Covidians. It, it represents yeah. their faith to Fauci. Uh, they just <laughs> I don't know about Fauci, but definitely like that the Democratic Party and everything that those people. Okay, the Democratic Party. You know. Yeah, you're right. I just like to throw Fauci out there once in a while because uh, yeah, he's he's lonely. Never forget. Uh, no, he's not lonely. He's scared. Uh, Rand Paul is coming, man. Rand Paul is building a case. He's slowly interviewing all these people and, and getting them on record, and eventually he's going for the big dog. And by big dog, I mean the beagle, Fauci himself. Uh... <laughs> Did you see uh, when Ted Cruz uh, went after Mayorkas? I didn't see that, actually, no. Dude, it was so good. Uh, he fucking, he got him real good. And uh, what was going on between him and uh, Mayorkas? You spelled Mayorkas. Mayorkas. It's like Mayor uh, Orcus, right? Yeah, then you got to put that gay little thing above the A. I, don't, I think you could skip it and Google will know what you're doing, <laughs> typically. <laughs> uh, let's try to find like a, like the quick clip. <clears throat> Mayorkas. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I wasn't too... Here we go. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is just a real-time grab. We'll One see. of my Democratic colleagues before said the Democrat talking point, quote, this problem didn't start under Biden. That's... I, look, I get if you're a partisan spinner, you got to figure out something to say about the absolute this- catastrophe that has played out under the Biden administration. True or false, Secretary Morricus, 2020 was the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Is that true or false? It is certainly the lowest level of immigration in many, many years. And what was it in 2020? (laughs) What was it, Senator, in 2020 that impacted the entire world, including the United States? Okay, so your testimony is the reason we had the lowest rate was COVID. It had nothing to do with building the wall, nothing to do with any catch and release, nothing to do with remain in Mexico. With all respect, Mr. (laughs) Secretary, that answer is laughable. And in fact, if you look at illegal immigration, let's look at CBP encounters. You can see 500,000, 500,000. It drops to the lowest level and boom, what happens? You show up and that red line is you. That red line is Joe Biden. And you're claiming nothing happened. Oh, gosh, this was here before us. No, you made the decision to allow this to happen. Let me ask you. We now have over 5.5 million people who've entered this country illegally under Joe Biden. Wow. How many murderers have you released into America? Senator, I'm not aware of any murderer. <laughs> so you don't know. <laughs> Senator, 
Let me say something. If you, <laughs> Do you know? If you take a look at... No, no, you, you don't get to give a speech. Do you know how many murderers <laughs> you've released? To, I'm just trying to answer your question, How many Senator, rapists have you released? Senator, I'm trying Do you to know? answer your question. You can answer, I know or I don't know. Senator, any individual who poses a public safety threat... How many child molesters have you released? <laughs> okay, it goes on. Wow, it's that's fantastic. Time. Dude, no, but the best part is what made me remind when you said he's interviewing us. So it goes on to where he goes... Um, he goes, do you think there's a disaster, there's a crisis at the border? And the, he can't answer. He cannot give a yes really? or no. Really? So, so <laughs> the Ted Cruz busts out the record from when he was interviewing the head of the Border Patrol. Oh, yeah. You know? And uh, the guy just, he's like, he's like that's funny, because the head or whatever, he's like, he just answered with a yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he just grills him. And the saddest part, it, it, he, he really gets him on. How many immigrants have died in your custody this year? And he doesn't know the answer. Wow. And it's 830-something people. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Dude, the numbers that Ted Cruz starts busting out, that chart he was talking about, it's like, dude, it's like every year, not just Trump. During Trump's four years, it was pretty low. You're at about half a million. Uh... Dude, Biden takes over, this guy comes in, Mayorkas, and it goes up to two and a half million. Oh my god, man. It jumps up five times. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. So, wow. Yeah. These these people are I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what Rand Paul does. Uh what they're not showing you on the news and stuff are you gotta watch Ted Cruz go after these guys on the border. It's so funny. Well, nothing seems to be changing or improving down there, and the mainstream media has blacked out anything about that. It seems like their whole victimization of the shipping of these people to places uh, north backfired because it just showed how bad the situation was at the southern border to everybody who wasn't really exposed to it personally. Yeah. And so... Then they, I think, just kind of stop talking about it. And that's why, you know, you're not seeing interviews with uh, Governor Abbott anymore uh, <laughs> on the mainstream news stations. They've kind of, uh, they've definitely blacked it out. So, And that's interesting that Ted Cruz is kind of holding their feet to the fire on it. But w- what's going to change, man? Like, their whole policy is just letting these people flow through here. No, they're, they're, dude, they're starting to do Trump policies. They have to. Like they're not—they're not even Trump policies. I hate that I just said that. They're just <laughs> bo- good border policies. You know, it doesn't matter who decided. Trump didn't come up with them, right? One thing about Trump is he also doesn't know how to run a hotel, right? But he hires people that can. I think Trump was just reinstituting a lot of the classic Bush era policies, which probably just went back to Reagan era. Yes. You know, and it's like, yeah, these guys are just kind of expanding on. The one, previous. the one curveball in policy was Obama. Yeah. <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> uh. He brought on the woke culture into politics. Yeah. The identity yeah, politics yeah. culture is Obama's thing. He, he made it his thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really felt like that was their winning ticket was the identity politics. And then that's what Biden is. His whole administration is identity politics. And that's great, right? Which I guess. It's crazy because but... he's an old white man that literally used to eat lunch with a KKK member. <laughs> I know. Joe Biden's probably yeah. a fantastical racist in ways we've never imagined. But uh, He said know... the N-word more than uh, <laughs> Tuck, uh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. <laughs> I got it right that time, didn't your, I? Your top three favorite Tucker. Absolutely, top dude. Top three. <laughs> so, Mike, I was... Uh, perusing the late night uh talk shows the other day yes and i was to hear this watching jimmy fallon and uh are Jim- you sure because i mix that up all the time i think i'm watching fallon but i'm actually watching Kimmel well i'm for sure it was fallon uh okay. 
So this may even go down as the quickest clip in our show's history. Uh, but I caught something. A little, tiny little guy that floored me and I had to keep rewinding the TV <laughs> and listening to it over and over again because it's something you brought to my attention uh, a while back and I had never heard it kind of play out in real time. And so th- uh, what I saw was Chris Pratt. He was a guest on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and he was promoting his new movie, the Mario Brothers, which I'm going to go see with Emma this weekend. We both agreed we're going to check it out. It clocks in at 92 minutes. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I got to go see it. It's starring Chris Pratt as Mario. And here's the best part. 58% on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. 90, 98% by the audience score. <laughs> yeah, so you know it's fantastic. You know it's you know great. It's you know it's yeah. just a fun movie so we're gonna go see it first movie we're gonna see in the theater in a long time uh however what caught my attention mike you're gonna love so i want to talk super mario brothers because that is that's the jam i'm excited about this wednesday let's go i'm excited you don't see it i'm I'm mario i'm mario i'm the voice of mario so what happens when you get did you catch it i i caught that he says mario but he says Mario. Yeah. I'm excited. You don't see it. I'm, I'm you're Mario. I'm Mario. I'm the voice of Mario. So what happens? I'm excited. You don't see it. I'm, I'm you're Mario. I'm Mario. I'm the voice of Mario. So what? <laughs> you don't see it. I'm, I'm you're Mario. I'm Mario. I'm the voice of Mario. So what? How do you continue this conversation? How do you possibly? How can two humans continue a conversation? They talk for eight minutes, Mike. I sh- I am not kidding you. They never again say the words Mario or Mario because they had this colossal conflict in that moment. And did you hear Chris Pratt like establish it's Mario? He says, "I'm Mario." Yeah, I'm Mario. Did you catch that? Like he says it yeah. twice. Like, no, it's Mario. Here we go. You don't see it. I'm, I'm you're Mario. I'm Mario. I'm the voice of Mario. So what? I, I'm Mario. I'm the voice of He's Mario. Fucking idiot. I'm Mario. <laughs> Mario? Are you kidding Mario. me? He says it twice in this clip. Here we go. So I want to talk Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Is, that's the game. I'm excited <laughs> yeah. about this Wednesday. Right, let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. You don't see it. I'm you're Mario. I'm Mario. I'm the voice of Mario. So what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is, man? Because he's uh, isn't Jimmy Fallon New York? Yeah, he's a New York guy. That's man, because they had Mario Cuomo. Mario Cuomo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's, dude, they all believe, dude, they all do it, the Mario. It's so stupid. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. You fucking New York. Oh. <laughs> how do you, but how do you continue a conversation? Like, I I couldn't do it. I would have to be like, did you say Mar- Mario? Like, <laughs> yeah, Excuse me? But the internationally, it's Mario Brothers. Yeah, but in New York, it's Mario. It's just like when you talk to people from Boston. You're not really saying the same words, but you're understanding. Okay, here's why I'm obsessed with this. You're Jimmy Fallon. You're a show businessman. You have been on primetime television through SNL and The Tonight Show now for decades. You have gone through vocal training to sound neutral, to, to get rid of your accents, why like he doesn't sound like a new yorker in any other part of his conversation why do you choose to say mario when you know it's mario you know it's mario Mm. you think he's taking a stand i think he did it on purpose that's what i'm saying man that's Uh, what got me about this he like purposefully stuck in the mario there's i think it's just instinct no dude there's he even kind of stutters before I'm telling you, it's the shortest clip ever. The reading, so I think it's like... No, 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 listen, he he hesitates because he knows what he's doing. Ready? So I want to talk Super Mario Brothers. See, Mario, he kind of like... He's a little, he's a little... He's like... You're "Ah, analyzing it too much, I'm obsessed, dude. How could you say Mario? You know it's Mario. You fucking know it's Mario Brothers. Everybody knows it's Mario Brothers. No, dude, all the fucking New York say Mario, dude. No way, dude. They would always come, oh, you play Super Mario? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs)
Super Mario. My point is Jimmy Fallon, of all people, like him specifically, he's a Tonight Show host. They... I'm not making this up. These guys go through extensive vocal training to make sure that they they don't sound, you know, localized. I know. I know. So but he, you can't you He know. dug in on Mario twice. And then yeah. and then to... the counter balance, Chris Pratt gives him the double mar- double marcy now I'm saying, oh my god oh my god it's taking me over it's hard man maybe right, Fallon just he, he like stuttered he couldn't he, he didn't know which one to go you know he's like wait which is right <laughs> which is right <laughs> you know i might be transitioning here folks i am becoming a mario <laughs> are you becoming a new york frank you can become a woman that's fine don't ever become a New Yorker on me. I would never. Jesus Christ. I would never insult our heritage that way. <laughs> oh, man. The, the Mario Brothers. I really, I like thoroughly enjoyed it. It was actually a funny segment. They ended up uh, doing this little gag. And again, never another mention of the Mario or the Mario. Mm. Yeah, they say the more the Mario. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> You're a psycho, dude. I had something cooking in there, but you took it. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, dude, uh, you know what I was thinking of today, man? Uh, you said something uh, very interesting. Oh, yeah. All right. On the last episode. Oh, no. We were talking about the... Uh, Van Allen belt and everything, and like yes. when we went to the moon and shit. And That's like, right, man. Then we we're talking about how Neil deGrasse Tyson said like he made it, he he's he's going on and on about how it's a big joke that Hollywood filmed it and everything. You know, I started looking into that Van Allen belt thing, but then what really got me was, dude, the last moon mission was in 1972. Yeah, man, that was literally like. Everybody started having better TVs and better cameras. It was 50 years ago. Yeah, but when, once everybody started getting better TVs and better cameras, the government was just like, you know what? We've seen everything we've uh, come here to see. We're just not going to go back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. That is weird. I never thought about that aspect of it. What, the Van Allen belt being a radiation uh, zone no, that we can't... No, no, like... Why didn't we ever go back? Why did we stop going? And why didn't we go back? And why does it happen to coincide right around the time everybody has better TVs and cameras? Here's a better question. Why are we going back now, coinciding at a time when AI and deepfake technology is at its best? Good call. Yeah. So now it seems like we're going back because you can really fake it in high def, baby. Or, yeah, now your ability to fake it has met with the technology that's available to the public, like it was prior to 1972. Sure. Absolutely. You know, that's why we stopped pretending to go, is because now your TV was good enough to realize, like, that's not real. Well, look at the clips, man. It doesn't, it looks like they're on a, in a studio. Yeah, but, and the reason they could get away with it is because of, you know, do you know that the video footage we see of, uh, I think it is the moon landing. It's a, it's not the real landing. They had to, now what we have is their studio footage of it that they filmed when they were practice running. What? And the real footage is lost. Maybe I'm wrong about that one. There's something, watch the, f- the moon footage, man. It just doesn't look. Even to just no, like, I think you're thinking about the the footage of him walking out of the capsule. Yeah, I think that's it. Because somebody had to walk out first to set up the camera. <laughs> Every everything about the moon landing just reeks of bullshit. And then the f- actual footage we have of all of our moon missions just doesn't seem real. It doesn't like pass like the reality eye test in a weird way. And why is it so hard to do now? Yes. You know? You have failed to replicate this for 50 years. For <laughs> 50 years? But now 
you've announced our AI and deepfake technology is so advanced you can't tell the difference, and we're going back to the moon. And nobody else has been there. Like, yeah, even China has been trying and trying Well, and trying. Mike, come on. I always bring up this, you know, we're, we're being played by the major players, you know, like... U.S., we must have dominance in space. There's no other reason for the way things play out on Earth.